and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. And uh, one of the reasons I like doing the show is you get to meet interesting people who do interesting things in our city, and I get to uh, share them with you uh, so you can find out what, about the interesting things that they're doing. Uh, please welcome with me to the show. He's the founder of Just Right Lakeland. His name is John Fedke. John, good morning. How are you? Good. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, very, uh, like I said, it is my pleasure. Um uh, my face, my, my phone never recognizes my face. Yeah, get your so microphone out of the way. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You got to take right. that off. I keep telling so you. So Just Right Lakeland <laughs> is a, a, a haven for writers of stage and screen. So apparently if you uh, are a script writer and you like your work table read or workshopped, John can help you out. That's correct. So cool. we started uh, we started the organization, I think it was in... 2018, 2017, 2018. Yeah. So we're going into our fifth year. And uh, there, I had a few goals for starting this particular writer's group. Mm-hmm. All right. You hit the nail on the head. It is a writer's group for playwrights and screenwriters. That's it. No poetry, no novels, no shorts, none of that stuff. Just, you know, plays or screenplays. Um, and through that process, I was looking to find producible material that we could bring to the stage here in Lakeland, mm. okay? Um, one of the things I wanted to do was uh, kind of open a door to independent theater, okay. right? Because mm-hmm. LCT kind of has a lock on the big budget stuff and oh, the, yeah. the big fun stuff and, and all and that. And they do a great job, too. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I thought, well, hey, you know, you have this whole kind of, um, you know, you have a whole group of writers out there that are producing material all over the world, but it's very, very small, okay? Mm-hmm. So I thought, wow, if we could open a door on that, bring it here, you'll be able to see things here that you just can't see anywhere else, unless you want to travel to Ireland or London or Buffalo. You know, it's a sexy city to go to. So oh, yeah. there you go. I mean, who doesn't love Buffalo. Lake Effect snow? Oh, my God. Yeah. In, in January, it's wonderful. So much fun. Makes you feel alive. Mm-hmm. Yes, invigorating. So, th- through, the, <laughs> so through this organization, I met Lori Ann. Uh, who's been a part of a number of our productions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Am I? I don't know. Yes, I'm kidding. I don't know. So <laughs> Please continue, John. All right, thank you. So so we also met a writer named Vincent Scarcella, and uh, Vince was living in Davenport at the time. He moved down to Venice, but he submitted lots of stuff to us over the years. And so one of the things that he submitted was this new play called Nam that we are in the process of rehearsing right now mm. so that we can release it to the public the first week in November here in Lakeland. So that's that's where we're at, and that's the short version of how I got here. So tell us uh, about the play that you're working on. So this is a, it's a, it's a period piece, Vietnam. It's simply called Nam, N-A-M, right? Is it right. Nam or Nam? It's Nam. Nam. It's Nam. 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 Wow. Nam. <laughs> And, and for the record, from what I've been told, it's not. And for the record, know. Nick, I'm pretty good what? at acting. She is. I'll take your word for it. She's I've great. I've seen you dance, and that's 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 pretty good. <laughs> okay, she's great. So anyway, thank you, John. It's called Nam, and and it's really the story of uh, it's the story of two brothers who are on both sides of the war, and how they interact through that period of time. Okay, from beginning to end. Mm. All right. And so, it's a musical. 
Well, kind of. Yeah. So one of the things that Vince has done is is Vince has incorporated a lot of PowerPoints into his uh, into his shows. Um, Love PowerPoints. Well, I say that simply because we try to make it as interactive as possible. So it's not just watching. You know what I mean? You can you can try and get into it a little bit more. Um, in this particular show, the uh, the photos and the footage that he got is is really outstanding. And it adds a lot to the ambiance of the background and the environment and stuff like that. And it really helps the piece along tremendously. So it's it's a cool feature to an otherwise just live theater production. Mm-hmm. So cool. it's yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's a, it's good. Yeah. Well, and I mean, as far as it being a musical, do the actors break out into song? No, no, okay. not at all. So so, so what you not that not a standard musical. No, not at all. Gotcha. So, so again, the, you know, the interactive, um, you know, the interactive uh, component uh, makes it a lot more fun and immersive. Okay. And then what he did is he incorporated the music from the '60s. So oh, that's cool. It, well, it is, and and again, it's a strong soundtrack. You know, we know a lot of those songs. You know, CCR, what I, mean? I would imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's got a, a lot of the songs that we knew from that era that were really, really popular and have just maintained their popularity. He's got some stuff that I've never heard. He's got one track from the uh, Animals uh, that I had never heard, and I thought, well, where did this come from? That's cool. Um, but again, when you tie um, the mixed media in with the live performance, the goal is to give it more of that interactive, immersive type of a feel. I, and, I like that. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. And so that's why, you know, he's got it listed as a musical on Eventbrite, but um, it's not so much of a musical as it is just yeah. an interactive experience. So don't oh. go expecting to see Miss Saigon. No, no. that's correct. <laughs> see, that's one we wouldn't be able to do. It's just too yeah. big. Yeah. Too big, yeah. And that is a musical. Yes, it yeah. is. In every uh, way. Yes, it is. So how's it end? No, no, <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> wow, Nick. Wow. I I'm kidding. I can't I mean, tell I you. Kinda, I kind of have an idea based on the history that yeah. I know. But uh, Spoiler you know. alert. <laughs> wow. He just goes for the jugular, man. Well, I can't uh, wait to see bypass it. Bypass go. I can't wait to see it because all the rest of Vince's stuff has been amazing. I've been in several of his things, but um, I would like to have been in that one. But, you know, can't do everything. Yeah, I sent you the script, didn't I? You tried, No, you though. never did. That was the problem. He calls me or sends me an email. Hey, do you want to be in this? I'm like, yeah, send me the script. I get nothing. And nothing. then I'm like, hey, I never got the script. Oh, well, we took all those parts out. I'm like, it's oh, my God. It's like, a silent play. I didn't get a chance. I'm sorry. Chance. It's okay. It's fine. I'm I can't sorry. do everything. I'm busy anyway. <laughs> I'm are? really busy this time of the year. I'm know? wondering when you ever sleep. I don't. I ever. I don't. And she's never tired either. I know. I'm always tired. Can you imagine having energy like that? No. I would love to have energy like that. She's just like, she's like, you know, like how Judy Jarrett. I see her for three hours a day and I'm exhausted. (laughs) I know. I just think about her schedule and I go back to sleep. Yeah. She's like just chugging coffee too much. I am drinking coffee all the time. She has like one of those cool Stanley cups with the, with not the Stanley cup, but like the cups that are called Stanley's. Uh, and it's just coffee in there all all the time. So, John, um, are there other uh, performances or other pieces that you're working on or, or thinking about doing next? What, what what's uh, going on with Just Right? Yeah, I personally, away from Just Right, I have a I have a couple of films that I'm looking at that I would like to get off the ground. Um, the you know, real quick on Just Right, we were really headed in the right direction uh, as far as attendance was concerned. 
And then uh, wonderful COVID hit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And Pandemic screwed everything up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a big way. And it was really uh, depressing, in lack of a better term. So at this point, you know, we're still just trying to get our uh, feet back under us as far as the live productions are concerned. And that's why I'm grateful to be here. I really appreciate you all taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Because, again, you know, the key for me personally is that they're independent, you know, they're independent theater pieces. And... A lot of people go, oh, independent, independent, low budget, da 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 da. That's not really mm-hmm. the point. The point is, is that again, we've had writers. The blessing from COVID is that on Monday nights, okay, mm. since we had to go to Zoom, right? Because yeah. we all couldn't meet anymore, yep. that kind of nonsense. So when we opened up to Zoom, we had writers come in from all over the world. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, nice. From all different levels of expertise, okay, yeah. in their craft. And when you start looking at some of the uh, resumes of the people that were submitting works to us, they're unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we have some what I call regular attendees, uh, as well as a board member, that he gets produced all over the world. And I just thought to myself, these are international productions, whether they originate in Florida or New Mm -hmm. York or New Zealand or wherever – they are international, and so I just thought it would be cool if we could bring some of those to Lakeland. It's a component of Lakeland that I don't think anybody expects, right? Yeah. You kind of expect no, yeah. it in bigger cities, but not really here. Mm. So it's like, wow, if we could get some of those original works here, mm. you know, it's another facet for something to do in Lakeland and, you know, helps build character, right? Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. Cool. And I, I say all the time that uh, Lakeland and Polk County has a great art scene and this is one of the examples of, of what i mean if somebody says well what do you mean i said well check out just right lakeland right uh, here are people who are writing uh, plays and screenplays and they're you know looking at them they're doing uh, stage productions they're doing table reads whatever you yes. know, the case may be yes uh, but that you know perpetuating the arts and, and and we have a great art scene here in lakeland and, yeah and i will continue to say that yeah so, go ahead if you're still looking for uh, original stuff uh i'd have to dig it up i don't even know where i could find it at this point because i'm not sure if if early in my college career well not really early uh towards the end of my college career uh i, I was in a uh, creative writing class and i wrote a treatment and a screenplay cool uh but it, it was set in tampa it was about a, a woman a woman who gets kidnapped tr- attempting to help a homeless man okay uh, so uh that's all i'm going to say about it because you know how's it end anyway <laughs> yeah. There he goes for the jugular again. Yeah, why wait? Uh, but uh, I, I mean, it's. I mean, if you produced it, it might end up being twenty minutes long. I don't know. I'm it's not fine. sure, but uh, I'm not sure exactly. Maybe even fifteen. But it, it's. Uh, it's got different sets, and you know, I did all. I did all this. The stage direction and all of that when I wrote it. So yeah, you should dig it out. We can look at it. Uh, like I said, as far as. Just Right Lakeland is concerned, and, and that's J-U-S-T-W-R-I-T-E, Lakeland. Yes. Um, as far as Just Right Lakeland is concerned, as long as it's a screenplay or a play, we don't care how long it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the other thing that makes us One diff- minute. Okay. The other thing that makes us different from, you know, other uh, uh, writers groups is that we read the work in its entirety. So whether it's 10 pages or 100 pages, we'll read the whole thing. Gotcha. And then we'll provide feedback to the writers so they can do the second draft or the third, whatever, you mm. know, whatever their next phase is that they're working on. So the bottom line is, is uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can go to JustWriteLakeland.com, J-U-S-T-W-R-I-T-E, Lakeland.com. Um, there's contact information there. 
And then as far as the show is concerned, the show, NAM, will be the first weekend in November, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. And, so three days. Yep. And it's simple. Just go to Eventbrite, and in the search bar, type in N-A-M, NAM, NAM, N-A-M. Not NAM. NAM. Yes. And then... Pick the day, buy your ticket, and come out and uh, support independent theater. Because you do. You have a lot of people undiscovered that are putting their heart and souls into this. And uh, there's some strong talent here. So. so so what are the times? We know how to get the tickets. What are the times and what's the location? Okay. So location. Unfortunately, we only have a minute. So Friday no, evening, no. Saturday No, evening. I was saying, when I said a minute, you said you didn't care how long the uh, the, oh, the, the okay. play was. Sorry I was about like, that. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll do one minute monologues, Len. That's why when you said it, I got you, man. We'll do it. I got you, got you. So, okay. So the uh, the show's Friday night and Saturday night, uh, Sunday afternoon. I think it's seven, seven, and two. Uh, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., and 2 p.m., something like that. A matinee on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what was the other thing you asked? Location. Location. Okay. So this is what I was talking to Nick about. Okay. Yeah. So there's, so what the address is 310 East <laughs> Lemon Street mm-hmm. and it's a door. Yeah. Right? Just a door. That's it. Stairs. It's just, yeah. Yes. It goes downstairs into the depths of Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so there's, <laughs> but a, you know what? You don't have to venture far into those depths <laughs> to find a sign that says stage room. Yes. That's correct. So, so, and it's just, it's funny because you tell people, you know, they go, well, what's the venue? And I'll go, it's the stage room, you know, and it's 310. And I can't tell you over the years how many times I've gotten texts, you know, we're at this door and it's like, okay, oh. go into it. Well, there are <laughs> stairs. Okay. Well, go, go down. down the stairs. I, it's like, cause it just doesn't seem to lead anywhere but down. And then a lot of people go, oh, there's a basement here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, no. Just yes. follow the logical progression yeah. of the door. And then what happens next? Oh, there's stairs. Go down the stairs. So, so yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's so. Believe it or not, there's a there's a room with a stage down there. Mm. Hence the stage Very. room. Now, is there a link on your uh, on your website or on your Facebook page where people can click to get the tickets, or do they have to remember the what, website? Just go to event. Yeah, that's why we're just set it up through Eventbrite. Everybody mm-hmm. knows Eventbrite. Just go to yeah. Eventbrite and then uh, type in NAM. Okay, and they'll pull right up. It's simple. All right, excellent. Uh, and uh, the play is called Nom, and it's n- not this weekend, but next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., and 2 p.m. Get your tickets at eventbrite.com. Search Nom. John FedQ is the founder of Just Right Lakeland. John, Woo-hoo. thank you very much for coming in and uh, sharing your story with us and telling us about the play. And uh, please come back when you have something else uh, uh, brewing. Will do. If you will. Truly appreciate awesome. it. That's great. Yeah, that thank is you. cool. Thank you. Lorianne, please introduce us to our next guest. Oh, my gosh. So today I'm really super excited. My intern uh, at my office is here, Nicole. And uh, she's amazing, incredible, and she's been an extreme help to me at my office. And I love Dr. Anderson having this program uh, to help us get interns because I've had several of his interns over the years. All of them have been amazing um, and great group of students. And it's just it's it's nice to have someone in the office who is interested in doing what I do. Mm. And w- one of the things that gives me great joy is teaching. And I love to teach people what I do and how I do it. And mm. I wish somebody had done that for me. I don't know um, if, I mean, I wanted to be a lawyer since I was four, so I don't, I don't think anybody would change my mind. But I think if I had had somebody um, early on to show me kind of what I was in for, uh, I would have been better prepared 
when I went to law school and when I went finally into the field. So um, I love doing this for the students and I enjoy meeting them and getting to know them. And some of them still stay in touch to this day and keep me apprised of what they're doing in their lives. And uh, most of them did not go on to be lawyers. So I don't know if that's a, <laughs> if that's something about me, <laughs> um, but um, a couple of them did, which is really cool. Um, but they're all happy and well-adjusted and I like that. And I think it's, I think it's wonderful. And I love having Nicole. She's an incredible person. So I would like you to meet her and talk to her. Hi, Nicole. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we were just uh, curious. Uh, um, if you're just tuning in for the first time today, uh, Lorianne works in a law office, mm-hmm. if you couldn't tell from what she just said. I'm a lawyer. Uh, she is a lawyer. <laughs> uh, and uh, is that something, Nicole, that uh, you are pursuing in your future, or do you just want to be law adjacent or just interested in how it works? Yeah, I mean, I think right now I'm figuring things out. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what this is for. But, yeah, yes. I think ultimately I would like to go to law school. Okay. Awesome. And she awesome. doesn't actually have to practice law with a law degree, you know. Right. We, right. we we do other things, too, besides practice law. But most of the time, you would practice law. But a lot of the girls that I went to law school with... Oh, you have to else. practice before you're good at it. That's what I keep saying. Somebody's going to figure out I'm still practicing and I'm, like, not doing it. I don't know. I'm kidding. Like, I'm kidding. I'm playing a lawyer on TV <laughs> and I'm not real. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah. Um, so I'm from Monterey, California, which is a small town. Cali girl. Coastal yeah. California. Yep. It's great. Wow. Um, yeah, I've so I'm far away from home, but mm. uh, yeah, I came here because I love the small atmosphere. Being in California, you know, the the big force is the UC system, and you know, it's kind of hard to be a big fish in a small pond when you know you're amount, amongst thirty thousand students. So yeah, yeah. you know, at Florida Southern, I actually get that individualized attention, and I'm able to get opportunities like this and be exposed to like the actual career field I want to be in. Mm. So. It's been wonderful. I'm very so excited to be here. you're in Monterey, and yes. uh, is there any connection to Fort Ord? Because when I was in the army, that's why I was in Monterey. I oh went, my gosh! I went to um, uh, Fort Ord for a month. I was stationed at Fort Irwin, which is in Southern California, oh. uh, in the Mojave Desert. Oh my! God. And it is um, the armpit of the world. <laughs> but the armpit. Hey. Uh, wow. Uh, you, you can say hey, but you've never been out there. Yes, I have. <laughs> for 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 weeks at a time in the desert, Ugh. living like, in there. He was it, full yeah. of dust. Oh, thousand oaks. Yeah, a but anyway, palms or whatever it is. Twenty nine palms is well, palms. yeah. That's where the Marines are. Nicole yeah. is very uh, but, far from home, and her mom was here. Well, actually, you went home, right? Yes, I went. I went all the way back to California yeah. last yeah. week. Oh, okay. So, yeah, five hours. But yeah. yes, um, Porter is literally about. Ten minutes from my house. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, every time I drive to, or I would drive to high school, I pass it. Okay. Amazing, amazing base. But yeah. 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 I went there for a month for a. Um, I qualified EMT in the state of California. Oh, wow. oh my for, goodness. Because I was a medic in the army, and uh, so I went there. I never took the certification test, but I, I was qualified to do so um, by taking that course. And, uh, it, I, it was very interesting. Big Sur was beautiful. Carmel, oh. all that whole coastal part of California is very, uh, very attractive to look at. So well, I'm know. technically lying a little, I live in PG, so Pacific Grove, that's okay. about right in the middle, but I use Monterey as the reference because yeah. everyone knows Monterey, but yeah, so it's about, it's right next to Carmel. Okay. That's beautiful. That yeah. yeah. yeah oh, that's that's awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you uh, for, for being here and we understand that you have to a class to go to. Yes, First, before you do that, though, you have to tell us um, how much of a slave driver is Lorianne. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot. I mean, I've it's loved It's okay. It. You can say whatever you want. Blink twice if you... Uh... 
Yeah, yeah. blink <laughs> twice if you need us to save yeah. you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, we're kidding. We're kidding. And we love Lorianne. No, it's it's been amazing. I've gotten so many opportunities that I didn't expect. I thought I was going to come in and you know get coffee and yeah. file papers and yeah. things like that. No, I've done everything under the sun. I've I just finished a mail out project, so we're getting bringing in clients and. Um, I've been to an eminent domain closing. I've been to some of the neg- negotiation processes of, you know, the different stages of the eminent domain cases. Mm. I, I've gotten to see everything. I, like, I've been very, very blessed to actually get to get my hands dirty in this internship. So yeah, you, she's you, been you, in some consults, too, which is cool. Yeah. I have nice, to ask the nice. clients if it's okay. Mm. And once right. they get approval, then she gets to sit in on anything, and it's pretty cool. And you've actually done a will signing. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I got to do a will signing last week and sit in on... Um, like finalization of that, which was cool. So she was a witness. I was a witness, yes. <laughs> yeah. So is this the type of law that uh, you think you might be interested in or, or more criminal? Um, Actually, neither. I, so I wanted to get <laughs> exposed to as many areas of law as possible. Okay. That was kind of my goal coming in with an internship. But ultimately, I want to be an entertainment lawyer. Okay. So do maybe something with copyright because currently <clears throat> I'm a double major in political science and theater. So I'm trying to hope, I'm hoping to combine those two interests and able to copyright that goes along with intellectual property right? yes yeah. exactly. exactly it does mm. very good len you're paying attention <laughs> i told you i could pass the l side <laughs> if i had to <laughs> anyway. i love that she wants to do that and and california and florida both mm. are great locations yeah. for entertainment law and um i think that that would be a great opportunity for her we got to get you connected to the right people yes yes because sometimes it's not really about what you know, it's who you know. Oh, yeah. I think uh, more times than not. Yes. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Especially Nicole, for the field she wants to be in. Very nice to meet you, and uh, good luck in all your endeavors. Thank you for coming in and talking to us about your experience. Thank you so much. Lynn and Lorianne here with Dr. Bruce Anderson from Florida Southern College. First of all, Dr. Bruce, uh, how was your trip to Costa Rica? It was amazing. I went with uh, Bernardo Blanco and his wife Marlena, um, who were actually running the trip. I was uh, a trip partner, Mm. which sometimes you have to do stuff and sometimes you don't. It kind of depends. But we had 17 students. students. Yes. 17 students. And uh, Bernardo's been doing this trip for about 25 years. Oh, wow. And so, and he's from Costa Rica, as is Marlena. And so we get to go all over the place. Mm. We spent, it's the wet season down there. There's like uh, a, we another go surfing. Of... The, the break was, first of all, it was a half a mile out when oh. we got to the Pacific side. The break was a half mile out and was kind of small yeah. anyway. It was just kind of the wrong season. You go out there in May and you'll get, you know, a five foot break easy and it'll come in about a quarter. Mm. So really nice. But we went to the jungle and we saw parrots and we saw monkeys and we saw snakes. Monkeys are funny. Didn't see any sloths. No? No. And I was disappointed, which means I'll have to go back, as Bernardo said. Um, Bernardo teaches in our education department, and so we did a tour of rural schools while we were out there. And took them some supplies, chatted with the kids, chatted with the uh, teachers. And, boy, they have some fantastic teachers out there. I bet that's interesting. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot with nothing Mm. um, because there isn't a lot of money. Um, The schools, though, and this is something we can learn from them, um, are all open design, which means that there may be a couple of rooms in there that have air conditioning. And we're talking about one of the hottest places on Earth. This mm-hmm. is equatorial. Right. Um, and they're, but they're open design. That means that the air is always blowing through every room. And they're That's the way shaded. they used to build houses here in Florida. Exactly. There are a couple of schools up in Gainesville that are built this way mm. um, that I always kind of admire. But this was every school. And 
you know, the kids are used to they're acclimated to their own climate, right, right, as it were. So it was a really interesting trip, and I brought back some good coffee. So oh, awesome! Coffee is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us about Mike Johnson, Republican, Louisiana. Well, he's, uh, who is now the third in line to the presidency of the United States. Yeah, he, he's kind of a fifth stringer here. Um, I mean, literally, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, look how many people they went through trying to elect a speaker. It's it's very good that we have a speaker. And I, I, I would normally just kind of stop there. Although, um, you know, the, the, the current speaker does have a history. He is in favor of a nationwide abortion ban, for example, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and pretty loud about the subject. He was one of the leaders of the Republican caucus that tried to overturn the election back in 2020. Mm. And so he's not popular with people in his own party. They voted for him. Um, and, of course, he's not popular at all with Democrats. But that would be an expectation of anybody able to attain the speakership. It's good to have a speaker. It's mm. good to get back into action. Now they can pass some bills. We hope that yeah. they'll pass bills that – you know, that everybody can kind of agree on. There are some really so, important ones hanging fire. You so. mean having Congress work together, Democrats yeah, and Republicans and all? Isn't that weird? Oh, yeah. What um, a weird concept. Yeah, there's an opinion piece in the New York Times, though, that uh, says the conflict that hurt Kevin McCarthy is still there for Matt Johnson. It is, and the rule is still there, which means that if Matt Gates decides that uh, – that uh, the current speaker is not, in fact, as right-wing as he needs to be, that they can throw him out, too. Oh, I saw so also saw an article where Matt right Gates thinks that Mike Johnson can help him become governor of Florida. <sighs> oh, um, boy, oh, boy. So boy. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> How means. How in the world that works with somebody from Louisiana, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. But, uh, uh, well, of course, Rick Scott wasn't from Florida either. So mm. we've had a string of governors that weren't from Florida. Yeah. yeah Ron DeSantis is, uh, is homegrown. Right. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I, this is a, a it's a mess, and I'm glad it's over. And let's get back to work. Let's pass some uh, let's pass some funding for Israel. Let's pass some funding for Ukraine, mm. um, and let's get our budget done so that we don't get you know. You've got it's getting now, close to that uh, forty five day extension is getting close to being over, isn't it? Yeah, we're down to about a week and a half, and mm. and they need to get it done. Everybody knows this, though. This right. is not something that comes as a surprise. But we do have 10 appropriations bills that have to pass yeah. between now and I think it's 15 days, maybe. Oh, my goodness. Something like that. So, yeah, that's all got to get done. Mm. Uh, we had a tragedy in Maine yesterday, yeah. and we have to talk about that at least briefly. Sure. Uh, we d- Maybe you have some more information than I do. All I uh, know is that 22 people are confirmed dead, and uh, this guy went shooting in different locations in Lewiston, Maine, and he's still at large. Um, they found I, his car abandoned, but they haven't found him. Right. Well, hopefully they find him and find him fast. Uh, the commentary in the Times and the Post this morning said that he had a history of mental illness and right. a history he was, of mental problems. He was actually in a mental hospital th- over the summer for two weeks, I think I heard. How does he get a gun? Um, I mean, maybe, maybe he already maybe had a, it before he was in the yeah, hospital. I suspect. He, he's a weapons instructor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I saw I that. mean, that's how he can get a gun. I don't know. I, I think it's more of a problem that, like, he had access to firearms generally over the fact that over the mental illness issue, because like take that away from anybody. He's the same as anybody else. All right. I, I, I don't know whether Maine has a red flag law or not, yeah. but I'd like to think that a red flag, you know, situ- I know that uh, Grady, you know, is, is, uh, is very, has been very effective at using the red flag law to deprive 
people that should not have guns mm -hmm. uh, of their guns. And we right. all know that he's a gun enthusiast. He's not yeah. a he's not a gun control guy. Right. But uh, boy, he keeps it out of the hands of some real. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess we'll learn more as we go forward. But it's absolutely horrible mm -hmm. situation there. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, hopefully they catch the guy. I don't know. Uh, I guess he was committed because he said he was hearing voices. Oh, and, uh, you know, who knows uh, what's going on with him now. Well, uh, if his car is abandoned, did he go off into the woods to kill himself? Or, you know, no. what yeah. is going on? But, you know, I hate to say this, but we I always kind of hope that these people are still alive so that we can figure out what happened. Yeah. I and mean, we got to get the backstory. Because normally they kill themselves or law enforcement kills them. Right. And then we, yeah. then we have no we idea have no, no answers to any of the questions. And then we're only able to jump to our own conclusions. Right. Speculate. Which are always going to be and you know, they're embedded always... in our politics. I hate to say it. Or just our own biased also. So it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, like it's not it's I don't think it's as much of like a mental health issue versus just a. Well, it could be a gun problem. It's just you're just giving people options to have them. Yeah. Well, uh, which is, I think, a bigger issue than nine percent of the people than being out like there. we're blaming it on mental health issues. It's like. Well, it's just, it's just, just what it is. Are perfectly are perfectly responsible with right. weapons and. And we need to remember that, you know, you can't overturn the rights of 99% of the people because 1% of the people violate them. Right. Um, we've got lots and lots of situations. But it's not happened all over the world, though, and it works. Well, but, you know, we have so, the Second Amendment in the United States. Which is really unfortunate. You may not like the Second Amendment, but there it is. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.